0: to be discussing something tonight that's uh, deep and dark. It's deep because its roots are hell and it's dark because it's evil. If we don't understand the other side of what we're doing, we're not going to succeed very well. And uh, this battle between good and evil is raging. Uh, Darkness and light, however you might want to term it, between God and Satan. Uh, And we are, I guess you could say we're caught in the midst. We're in the mix uh, many times I've remarked and re-remarked and emphasized how much that we are on a battlefield and in a war and even though that war is with an invisible enemy in a way it's becoming more visible now
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: it's becoming more visible we might not see horns and pitchforks and all this that people imagine sure. uh, but the activity of evil is ramping up, it is escalating, it is by degree, it's fervent. Uh, that should be a sign to us that something big is getting ready to happen. Most obviously, biblically, uh, when Satan rages, God is ready. And uh, thank Amen. God we have a battle warrior like Jesus.
1: Amen. 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 Praise God. Give him a praise. Him. Thank you.
0: Lord. But there's a huge element of this that's our responsibility. Amen. We don't just sit back and say, okay, God, do all the fighting. We're going to take it easy. Yeah. Really, we're never given least to take it easy. And I'm speaking biblically. We don't just take it easy all weekend and then show up at church for an hour or two or maybe three or four hours a week if you come every service and think that, well, we really fought a good battle, didn't we?
1: <laughs>
0: well, it is exciting being here and it's exciting in what we do because in purpose we do somewhat fight a battle while we're at church. I mean, we get taught, we get preached, we worship, and that's a huge part of it. But so often we have a tendency, if we're not careful, to forget this other thing out here Mm -hmm. that's constantly advancing even more so that is powerful in itself, powerful more than you are. Much more than you are. If it weren't for Jesus, we couldn't fight it if it weren't for god being our very capable father and all-powerful father omniscient omnipresent and and and, and I'm, i mean he's just everything he's, but here on this earth we're living this scene out if you want to refer to it as a scene that might be a little weak uh life we're living this life out we live it every day this christian life if you're here tonight and you're a Christian, or you mark yourself, or identify yourself as one. Get ready, because we're going to take a journey tonight to some pretty shaky stuff. Now, in 1 Peter 5:8, you're going to have to turn. I'm going to quote this. You can if you want to, if you want to mark it. It says, "Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour." I want to start off this base and go from here. What's vigilant? it's watchful it's observant it's keeping your eye out it's being aware and we've discussed that scripture in itself here many times just recently I think it's been brought up if we are vigilant in the proper aspect of that word if we're living that vigilance and being that vigilance then there's again an awareness that's associated with that if we're not aware of what the enemy is doing and we can't identify with it or identify it, then we don't have a target. Yeah, We don't even know what the target is. We're just kind of meandering through this thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we're called to praise God. We're called to worship. We're, at, we're called to come to church and attend church and be a part. But we're also called to do what Peter said right here. Uh-huh. To be sober spiritually and to be vigilant because this guy is absolutely serious dead serious in what he's about right it's a whole lot more serious than a lot of Christians are <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: it's true yes. not apologizing that's the truth That's true. how do you know how serious a Christian is you watch their actions that's how you determine I'll leave that there you might want to look at your own actions and I'm saying that because we get we need to improve because this battle is raging it's getting hotter and you're talking about wrapping things up. I mean, it, it's, it's all out. It's in full mode. And that's my observation, spiritual observation is what we're seeing going on today. Launching off of what Peter said, uh, there's a breakdown in the dark side of happenings or the, the kingdom of evil or the kingdom of Satan, or or however you might want to name it tonight. Of course, we know that he is the devil himself. There's only one devil, Satan. Now, biblically, you will see devils sometimes. You will see devil. You'll see plural devils. Now, the reason for that is where you see devils in the Bible. It's associated with a substructure of the main devil. There's only one of him, but he's got structure below him. That's the earthly little beings that roam around and do what they do. Part of, the, part of that kingdom. Now, there's also references to demons. Op, or apparently in this rank and structure demons are subordinate to devil or devils now let me clarify, what there's one devil but where it says devils those are those that I guess we would say are immediately under the authority ship of Satan himself that are the ranking individual devils using his name, even though there's just one of him there are if you notice the plurals, there are many subordinates. Under them lie demons. Then there are unclean spirits. They can, and I'm speaking biblically here, many times when you see demons, devils, and all this, uh, unclean spirits, uh, demons, uh, sometimes they are one and the same. You have to, It depends on the scripture you're looking at. Sometimes they're one alone. Well, what are they? the definition of demon in the Bible is very interesting it sounds like it doesn't even fit but when you think about it, it really does the definition of demon in the Bible is knowing knowing what does that mean? they're able to know They're the little imps that roam around there. Listen to me tonight. I'm not talking about a dozen. I'm not talking about a hundred or two. I'm talking about multitudes. And some people will back out. They'd leave the door if they come in here tonight and heard this because they don't want to hear none of it. First place, some of them don't believe it exists. Others, even in the religious realm, think we have no business talking about it. I don't know where that one comes from. If you don't know your enemy and you don't know what he's doing and you're not able to deal with him then. Demons knowing. That's super interesting. What do they know then? First of all, let me tell you what that means. It means that their intellect is much above yours. Their intellectual ability is above the intellectual ability of humans. What's that tell us? They're smarter than we are. Does that tell us anything else? That we desperately need somebody that's smarter than them. And his name is Jesus. And if we don't have Jesus, or the individual does not have Jesus, guess who they're subject to? Demons. Amen. Many unbelievers never know the influence that demons or demon power or demon influence has on them. It doesn't take long to walk out that door and turn a TV on if you so wish to do that and observe exactly what the demonic activity that's taking place in this society right now is doing. Mm -hmm. How do we know it's demonic? (laughs) Read the Bible. Okay, so they know. If they're able to know, what else are they able to do? Maybe remember? remember on an intellectual level much higher than yours an ability that's greater than yours what do they remember now that can't be everywhere at one time let's talk about this man. neither can Satan he's not omnipresent like God but being multitudes of them in this invisible rank and structure that's prevalent in the atmosphere of the entirety of the globe probably even beyond the globe my opinion, a lot of these UFOs people are seeing is warfare in the heavenlies, right. between angels and, and devils and demons. So, with them knowing and remembering, what what else might they be able to do? How do they know? And How are they able to know anything? How do we know anything? How do we learn? In order to know, we learn by what? We learn by seeing and hearing. Now, if they've got intellectual ability greater than ours, what about their seeing and hearing ability? Now, we're going someplace because we need to understand that all of this plays together. The abilities play together to perpetrate the will of the devil himself upon the people on planet Earth. The church, Christians, being a target, but we have a shield. If you are indeed a blood-bought, Jesus-believing Christian. Otherwise, you don't have a shield. Good, don't make you uh, demon immune. The blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary makes you demon immune. Let's talk about it a little further. Okay, they can see and hear. Now, the problem people have, they're invisible, so they kind of stay out of sight and out of mind. They don't think about it but they are the initiators of evil, okay? The influencer of evil. We have seen some of the most horrendous acts for a period of years now perpetrated on people. I'm talking about bloody murder, I'm talking about mass casualty, I'm talking about the the most wicked of the wicked, the, the most evil thing you can possibly concoct. People don't just come up with those things in their own minds they are brought about by the force that demons have the ability or the influence or the oppression or the possession of inhabiting humans on this earth and all kinds of other things possession what is possession possession it means being controlled by and having the mind and the conscience of two things being controlled by and having the mind and the conscience of what's that mean having the mind and the conscience of a demon think like them how do they think it's not good is no what do they think? They do what they think. So, what do they do? Let's elaborate on that a little bit.
2: So, in the um, in the system of the principalities, powers, uh, uh, rulers of wickedness, in high places, we're talking about the uh, the structure of the way the commands are carried out in the demonic realm. So, you can you can be rest assured that whatever system is set up much like it is in any kind of system you get your inspiration from the head that's the way that works and so in the demonic realm it's no different so the inspiration comes from the head which is the devil himself now as as pastor said they can't be everywhere at one time so there has to be a bit of a system in order for it to work properly and i want to reference a book um, that i read uh the final quest by rick Joyner. And uh, I'm going to say that this man's vision was accurate. Um, He said that he's seen uh, legions of of demons marching against uh, the world in the last days, and they had been withheld up to a certain point. Well, he had said that he kind of was taking a close walk, I think. I can't remember who his escort was, but he was being escorted by these legions. And these legions, this particular group, a fight broke out. In the midst of the demons. And they were fighting each other. And so the head demon that was the head of that legion turned around and said something to them and they got back in line again. Which we thought that was really interesting. I did, I thought that was really interesting because that said, number one, they're angry and they have so much anger that they'll even turn on each other in order to vent the anger. And unless it's funneled and pushed in a particular direction then they turn on each other. I thought, man, that's pretty, that's pretty wild. And so the head demon, or in the structure of principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wickedness in high blazes. So the command is carried out. And those commanders make sure that the demons stay focused on the task at hand. Which is, obviously, the destruction and carnage of the world. Not just the destruction and carnage of the world, though. Also, the demise and destruction of the church. Which this plays both ways. It's really easy to look at the world and for us to say... And you know, we look at the, you know the stuff that's going on and we're like, man, there's a lot of crazy demonic activity out there. Do you realize there's demonic activity in the church?
1: And
2: yeah. that yeah. people aren't actually affected by these type of things? <laughs> and, and, I, and like you said, you were talking about uh, possession, we could we could say oppression of of, of uh, members of the church. And so the enemy is constantly working in this format. and I'll, I'll give this back to pastor. Um, the mind, the thinking. All comes from orders that are given out and then carried out, and then they move down into those legions, and then those legions carry out the task at hand. I made a quote the other day, a comment about what I have noticed personally, and maybe you've noticed the same thing, that there are different things that are going on in in the spirit realm than there was before. It's not the same anymore. And I would even say that the attacks are much different than they used to be. They're focused on different things, the things that we endure. I think that's probably the biggest aspect of this, too, is, is that there's so much of the church that's ignorant. And I'm not saying that in a, a derogatory manner. There's so much of the church that's ignorant to the fact that they're going to have to push back on the enemy. And, and as Pastor said, we're, we're just relying on salvation to do all the work for us. It's like, well, I'm saved. I'm, I'm good now, right? No, you're not good. You're good in salvation. I'm glad that you did it. But now there's an enemy that has to be fought. So there's there's all these things, and I I'm not going to get into that because I want to see what direction he wants to go with this. But there's the church has to push back and understand, there, like he's saying, the there's a framework of thinking that's going on, and it's from the head down in order to bring uh, oppression,
0: destruction, whatever the task is. Yeah too along with what you said uh you you, you've got to receive this and understand that he's a very personal enemy Mm -hmm. he's not just after the head duck. yeah that's a good point to all of us he's a personal enemy of course he's always tempted to knock our feet out from under spiritually right cause us to do something that's going to take us away from god uh for sake uh back to possession if something has control of you, and you have the mind and conscience of it, you're gonna be doing what it's thinking, what it's it's purporting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that might be hard to understand. How could something from a spirit be transferred to a human? Well, again, I invite you to go out and look at this world today. It's very obvious. Yeah. It's a sad thing when human people allow themselves to be injected by and controlled by and absolutely operate in the will and the mind of Satan. Yes. And we are seeing so much of that. How do we identify? What's the identifying factors we're talking about? I've mentioned some. The, the murder rate in this country is higher than it's ever been. And I'm talking about violent rampages of just absolutely killing for the sake of killing. Yep. Folks, that's satanic. It's not just because somebody had an issue and got mad at each other and, well, something bad happened. This is constructed. This is built in, in the realms of hell and, and being perpetrated on planet Earth. Never before have we ever seen such a sexual revolution as we're seeing today. Nothing is ever, there's no limits. Nope. To the worst of the worst. No. To, to the most vile of the most vile and it's being now supported condoned and and engineered and and funded i mean there's so many things going on in the realm and that's just two examples so far yeah deception is literally living in the atmosphere lies and deceit and deception and can you really trust anybody anymore Mm
1: good question
0: the media fights constantly over who can tell the biggest lie because it sells lies sell Bigger than truth sells. People would rather hear a lie than they want to hear the truth. Come on. The news doesn't just come on because the news comes on. The news comes on to sell news. <laughs> and the biggest lies that can be told are the most profitable. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Uh, we can really take this all the way back to the Ten Commandments. Really talked about a while back. It's straying off of the commandments of God, off of the word of God, off of the expectations of God that leads people down a path to being under the auspice, the umbrella, and the working authority of Satan himself. Um, Violence, again, is an all-time high. Uh, Nothing is sacred anymore. That should be a sign. Sacred, I'm talking about godly. The church used to be considered a sacred institution. It was well-respected in about any community you could go to. That's not the case anymore. There are only buildings beside the road. That's where those weird people go. we got a life to live. We've got to chase this world. we got to do all this exciting. Well, it's exciting, but it's sinful. Yep. The devil's about sin. Demons are about urging, tempting. You know, the, one of the, the pieces of the full armor of God is a shield of faith lift up the shield of faith it shall quench the fiery darts of the wicked where do we get the shield of faith you don't get it by going to the, the sporting goods store and buying it there's only one way you can get the shield of faith and that's with all the uh, full armor of god that's why that's in the bible to resist the thwarts of satan to 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 come against his his uh, actions and his activity and and yes even the fiery darts of the wicked so, what are the fiery darts of the wicked? They associate, and they, they, we can reference what we're talking about here tonight. Those fiery darts of the wicked are these injections, these, these thoughts, these uh, inspirations, these temptations, these many things that cause people to bend and to fold, and to become subject not to God but subject to the devil and his ways. And we're seeing full blown. I mean, it, it's absolutely, all you've got to do is look, which lines up with iniquity, and iniquity exploding in the latter days, because iniquity abounds, The love of many shall wax cold. Um, but speaking of possession, I want to read this out of Matthew here. It's in Matthew chapter eight, and this is where Jesus has been ministering and has been active and, and working on this particular day. And it's down here in the eighth chapter of Matthew, and it's verse 16 it says when the even was come even being evening when the evening was come they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick so we've got some things there possession, devil spirits and even the sick now we can't say everything that happens on earth is, can be attributed to, to Satan or even to demons. That would be foolish right. to say that. Right. Or, or, and that there is that belief system, and it gets pretty corny if you uh, if you investigate it. But <laughs> corny is an ancient word. <laughs> and that was my, back in my day. Uh, foolish. It is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway... Um, I want to take you to another uh, section of scripture. Just roll over a little bit to Matthew 12. Kind in Matthew 12, uh, beginning with verse 43. Now, I mentioned earlier devils, demons, and unclean spirits. Does unclean strike a note with anybody what that no. might mean? Yeah. What is it? Somebody help us out. What's unclean mean here? Sin not covered by the blood. Nasty. hmm Dirty. Dirty and nasty. Lewd. Same things affect us. They affected them mm-hmm. man Yep. And I'm talking sinful activity. It's interesting. This is Jesus speaking. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a man. He walketh through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. I'm gonna stop right there just now. What's he talking about? When the unclean spirit goes out of a man, he walks through dry places, seeking rest, but he finds none. Well, that tells me something. He's either possessing somebody or he's looking to possess somebody. Yeah. All the time.
1: Like a host.
0: That's his mission that's his plan that's his orders to affect anybody he can everybody he can and do the worst he can to them interesting it doesn't stop there then he saith I will return into my house from whence I came out and when he has come he finds it empty, swept and garnished that literally means prepared vacant of any spirituality whatsoever. Right. Vacant of anything to do with God whatsoever. And we could say this is speaking maybe from one that used to have that present in their house, Right. but doesn't anymore. So he speaks. Remember me saying remember a while ago? How could he go back to this house if he didn't have the ability to remember? It? Yep. No, right where it's at.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, right who lives there. And I'm talking house not house house so he goes back there then he goes and takes with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself Right. it's interesting what is a spirit more wicked than the first spirit now there's seven more more wicked than this one have you noticed anything in what I've been talking about in this yeah. worldly atmosphere yeah. and the goings on? Have you noticed this?
2: Yeah.
0: One day you think, oh, they can't do anything worse. Next morning you wake up, look at the news, they've done, something, they've done worse. something worse. Much worse. And more people doing it. You can take a spark and ignite a forest fire over nothing. Over lives. That causes. Devastation, you wouldn't believe. Causes causes human lives. Awful lies. Who's the first liar? Satan's the first liar. What's he going to use to perpetrate his lies? He's the father of lies. That's biblically declared. So the more lies that can be generated and carried out and propagated and influenced and, and used... Then this is the escalation that we're seeing in these latter days that I'm thoroughly convinced has taken place. Yep. Again, same time, I believe God's trying to bring people into the full recognition of this yep. and understand this is what's going on. It's going on because of the demonic activity that's going on. Right. It's going on because of the will of Satan being perpetrated on planet Earth to people. Yep. See, he comes against the thing God loves the most. God loves people. Now, not even just Christians. He loves people. For God so loved the world that He sent His own begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him would not perish, but would have everlasting life. But there has to be an acceptance before that's received. That leaves all these others just roaming in the structure of the kingdom of hell, doing what the will of the devil is. Growing beliefs and bounds. Let me make a comment real quick. Yes, you can. Go right ahead. Um, There's a lot of
2: parallels that we can draw from this, and one in particular, and I was just speaking to Nathan about this today. Um, I was reading a bit of uh, church history, and um, one of the things that really struck me about what went on when Christians were persecuted by Rome and what we're seeing today is that our media was their mob our media was their mob and I didn't really draw the line until I seen actually how Christians were persecuted and thrown to the lions at first it didn't really make sense to me but it started with lies in the mob and they would lie about Christians like crazy stuff like ridiculous stuff like uh greeting each other with the holy kiss and they started saying that Christians were performing lewd and sexual acts. And these rumors spread through Rome that Christians were awful, nasty, disgusting people. And that you, you don't want to be associated with them. And they started saying that when tragedy occurred, that it was the Christians' fault because they weren't paying homage to Caesar and to their gods. Well, what happened next was is once they exercised that enough, It didn't take a lot to get him to the Lions then. It wasn't a lot at all because the mob was worked up. That's the exact thing that I'm seeing happen today is this exercise of media and people listening and obeying. And it just everybody just falls into line. I'm not saying everybody does, you know, but but wait until there's an atmosphere of you'll be punished if you get in the way. Wait till that comes. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see this these parallels. That as you read through the history, I'm like, oh my goodness, that's happening today. That is happening to us right now. It's not quite there yet, but that's what's happening. It's an, in the same demonic activity that was happening then. It's the same ad- demonic activity that's happening now. Pastor mentioned the intelligence of these uh, demonic forces. They're they're intelligent, but they're also extremely experienced.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Don't think for a second that the same demonic spirits that were uh, antagonizing the Romans to throw the Christians to the to the lines the same exact ones are not the same ones that you're dealing with today it's uh, um Rome being the most powerful nation at that time the most powerful force on the planet who's the who up up to this point has been the most powerful entity on the planet us so why wouldn't it why would it be any different of demons to be dispatched it's the same ones same strategy coming about just in a different time
0: very good uh, using what you said and back to knowing and the words you said experience mm-hmm. I've got experience for thousands of years of watching humans Yep, exactly that's it you me and their ability to remember so I agree with that uh, they uh, in these latter times I'd say use the term "supercharged" with information in order to carry out this final attack. Mm -hmm. This now now understand they're not doing it themselves; they only influence the people here to do things. Yep, that's it. Uh, There's little invisible influencers. uh, These tempters, these injectors of wickedness and evil, and uh, now this is covered so many times in the word there's no way in the world we can even begin to touch below the surface much tonight right uh, we're, I think this is just trying to uh, by ex- exposure and that's what we're doing we're exposing his, yep. his devious tactics and the ones that he uses to carry it out uh, but we can use several things for example tonight uh, the raging war that's taking place in this country right now is over the, the abortion issue and they're just emphatic I mean just my goodness could people go to any more extremes to to try to get what they want I mean uh, yeah. violent threats to some of the Supreme Court justices had to leave their homes and go into protection which is against the law by the way but yeah. nobody's enforcing it does that right. tell us anything else Come on. now let's talk about possession a little more when we hear possession a lot of times we think foaming at the mouth and claws and long hair and nasty and screaming and yelling but back to the experience thing that's come to me when i was studying this with all their experience and all their ages they've had to study people i think they've changed their tactics Mm -hmm. instead of exposing themselves by this previously i mean these people were pretty obviously demonic because they were terrors these people Jesus delivered
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, well how about they get a little more dignified right
1: yep.
0: more presentable yep. not saying that they're still not inside there but they have kind of backed up and they don't want to be exposed or identified sure yep, it's
1: good
0: think about this globe what we're seeing going on right now we're seeing demonically charged world leaders doing horrific things yep they're not doing that by themselves no we're doing they're doing that because they're influenced I could graphically share some things with you tonight that I will not be that graphic that I have seen in my career that people do to other people that people do to children and small children and it's just unbelievable We have to understand the influence of thought. Thoughts that we get, thoughts that we have, because thoughts are the beginning um, originators of actions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Demons don't give you an action, they give you a thought. That's right.
1: Idea. Inspiration. Jesus. Sometimes they're so finely tuned that, you know, you don't expect it when your shield's down, per se. Sure. And it sticks, and you're like, holy cow, okay. your heart starts racing, Yeah. you know, you might get a shorter breath, or your you know, anxiety yeah. may kick in it. And, yeah. and, and I think to myself, he took his time to make that one, you know what I mean? That's how the right. intelligence of this thing, and yeah. I've got like a simple bow, you know what I mean? But I've taken my time to put the tips on it, you know what I mean? But this guy, or this spirit, this demon. Took his time, you know what I mean? He knew what he was doing. 100%. They have patience, they don't mind it's waiting. No. no, it was, yeah. I mean, it was like it. a very, very fine. credit. Again, that's why we need,
0: need to be skillful as Christians you know, with the word, mm-hmm. prayer, yeah. and i you know, I, I hope, I really hope, but I really wonder anymore how many churches even pray. Yeah. They just go. They show up, they might sing, they might have wild instruments, but how many of them really pray? What's our power?
1: Prayer. The word and prayer. Yep, absolutely. And the blood of Jesus.
0: Amen. That's it. But if we're not utilizing that, guess who's winning? Yep. And I don't want to give him victory, and he's not going to get it, because we know what the back of the book says, but right now, right. it seems like he's doing rather well. Man, where was I at position? Um, the skill at concealment, camouflage, would say around here. Right, camouflage your actions with smiles and calm, and you know, seemingly uh, good. Even I believe you said the other morning, shared something with. You talked about it for a while the devil don't mind throwing some good out if he can get his bad son in sure and I don't want to go too far with this because some of its opinion some of its facts so I don't want to get them tangled up and leave you get take you go away from your that but anyway sometimes our opinions are not exactly what they should be but um, watching the scene out here it seems to me evident that these demonic forces and Satan are working behind the scenes in some individuals Oh yeah, to carry about the will of Satan ultimately. They're not going to be obvious. They're not going to be advertising themselves. They're not even going to really have an appearance of being anything of that nature. But they're lurking mm-hmm. and they're manipulating and they're still doing what they do. Uh, again, so many things here that we don't have time to really cover tonight. Um, do you have something else? Uh, no, just on the thought thing. I mean, you were just talking about the thoughts. I
2: mean, that's such a, a good thing because uh, Nathan Nathan has a podcast, by the way, on all these kind of topics. So if you guys check that out, I'm not giving him a plug, but there's some things that that are talked about there, kind of like what we talk about in here. And we were just talking about that. It's funny that you brought this up because this topic is exact topic that we were just talking about on there this uh the thoughts of fiery darts of the wicked one and that when you're not aware if you're if you're you're just you got your casual thoughts and everybody has casual thoughts right we all have casual thoughts uh we all have thoughts that we don't like right but then there's intrusive thoughts and it's the way we were kind of ex- talking about it was the, the dart is a bit more aggressive it's a bit more in, in intrusive and if you have been trained spiritually, if you've been praying and you' and you're seeking the Lord, you'll notice it. It's like, hey, where'd that come from? I don't that's not good. But to somebody like as Pastor was saying, somebody that really doesn't pray and they cut they, yeah, they're in church, but they don't really pray that much, they don't really read God's word that much, these thoughts are not going to be out of the ordinary to them. They're going to be things that begin to come through and then they begin to take seed and they begin to take root. And then when they finally do realize, if they ever do, it's a chore to get them out because they become rooted. Yeah. And, 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 the, and demonic activity, and that's a whole another tangent I w- that we could get on, is the way they root. Rooting and getting getting, getting those seeds down in there. And if we're not noticing those thoughts, we'll, we'll get something there that doesn't belong. And I think we've all been there. If we're just honest, we've all been there at some time or another. But anyway, thoughts.
0: Let me finish verse forty-five here. I'm going to read the whole thing again. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. Let's let's uh let's broaden this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And again, this is just a, a thought for the purpose of the subject tonight Now, this is not what the Bible says, but I want us to kind of take it a little further it's about a man or a house being entered and then left and then come back to broaden that out to a country yes absolutely a country is now exposed to the avenue of these spirits coming in why? Not? How could that even be possible? A godly nation. How could that be possible?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We all agree here tonight. We started as a godly nation. Yes. Blessed by God. Yes. To be on this planet, the lighthouse of the gospel, evangelism, missionary work, and everything associated with God. Well, what happened? What happened? Right. What happened? And having a door open is what happened. Just like this one. Pastor, with what y'all been talking about and stuff, it reminds me of puppets.
1: You know, they're, they're pulling all the strings and they get you void of any conviction or any conscience. then, you know, and those fiery darts would not caught at the beginning. Right. And so it's just been a ripple effect throughout the country.
0: Reprobate mind is a mind void of conscience what he said yeah. turn them over to reprobate mind then they sure won't have any differentiation between good and evil or anything yeah, else so it's there. a pattern yep. absolutely it's a pattern um, but the uh, just think about that uh, going from a house to or a man to a house to a complete nation or a world yep. and the influence this satanic influence is what has infiltrated the society that I'm talking about and and, and it saddens me to see what our country's become yes and I, I see people most every day and talk to them they have the same sentiment what in the world has happened sin has happened yes wickedness has happened evil has happened allowed to be it didn't beat doors down and take battering rams to get its way in. It was just welcome. And here we are. And the more that's allowed, the more shows up. More wicked than the first ones. That's something that we can associate with that. It's getting worse all the time. Things we never thought we'd see. We're seeing them. Now in the last few minutes here, let's talk about this. Can Christians Be influenced by demons. Mm -hmm. So there's some people that think not. Why are y'all disagreeing? I've been
1: there. I've been there. (laughs) Okay. Through experience, I know that I can be pulled away. 100%. Very good. You know that. It's good that you know that because some people don't know that and they ain't going to accept that. Mm
0: -hmm. Therefore, they become victims and you know your avenue to safeguard yourself yes, sir. Um, the answer to that is yes they can if you get on his territory you stay on God's territory you're safe what's God's territory devotion to Jesus Commitment to Jesus. This is strong stuff, mm-hmm. but it's absolutely necessary. You're not gonna survive halfway done. Mm-hmm. You you ain't gonna make it with just a little bit, or none at all. Yep. Oh man, everybody needs Jesus. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Lord help conviction to fall on this land. But Influence, again, let me restate this, comes about by thought. It also comes about by lack of interest in the things we're supposed to be doing that are godly. Yeah,
1: that's a good point.
0: Letting them slide, forsaking them for other things, taking on the ways of the world. The modern. It's modern so i got to join the club. <laughs> There's nothing in this Bible that tells me I've got to join the club of the world. Sure. Matter of fact, it tells me not to. Right so when we want to become worldly and uh, adopt the things of the world and let the worldly things attract us, allow our children to do the same things, folks, that's a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah.
0: Godliness is the defense against the demonic activity that is so rampant and, and present in our society. It is the commitment to Christ. It's the devotion to Him. It's to declare, my life belongs to God. My life belongs to Jesus. Yeah. I'm covered by the blood. I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Right. And to live that, that is a defense. But if you want to stray into the enemy's territory, you're on, you're on unstable ground. Matter of fact, you're in danger territory. And by that, I'm by his territory, the enemy's territory. Once, once you step out of the territory of God into the territory of Satan, you, you're a vic- you can be an easy victim. Yep. And that can happen by the very smallest means, mm. temptations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I could give examples tonight of things that have drawn people, and, and seemingly maybe the most innocent thing, but have drawn people to absolute demon controlled, lives controlled by the devil or by satanic influence or demonic influence. I don't have time to go into all that tonight. It's too numerous and and too big. Um, So in the closing, that's what I want to stress is our defense. And that's an everyday action that we have to be willing to commit ourselves to. And we've said it tonight, prayer. Studying God's word. You doing that, you realize that these forces are real. And they're absolutely real, and they're real about their mission and their cause. And they're not giving up. Neither should we. That's right. It's uh requiring of energy. It's requiring of time. Any battle is if an armed man comes in your house and you have to defend yourself and your family that's going to require some time and it's going to require some energy and some more things why do we think the battle that we're fighting against the devil should be, be set down and be quiet and either let somebody else do it or it, it, it ain't really going to happen anyway it is going to happen it is happening right now
1: Yeah.
0: I wish this house was full it's not something that's going to come one of these days it has yeah. arrived. arrived it is it's here arrived. and sadly i don't think much of the church is prepared i just don't think it yep. if it was i don't think it would be happening because we fend off from right. generations after generations after generations the church has fended off the activities of satan what else to leave you with other than you need Jesus. Yeah, and you need a solid relationship with him. That's your defense. There's not another one. You can put all the bulletproof vest on you want to wear. You can clad yourself in military armor. Get inside a tank. Whatever you want to do. It's not going to protect you. Mm-mm. There's only one thing that can protect you and that's the blood of Jesus and believing in him that he gave his life for you and your sins and died for you and he's willing to love you through it and accept you just by receiving him as Lord and Savior. That's our defense. Any other comments, questions before we dismiss tonight? Man, there was... I could roll on for a while. Maybe we will next week. I cannot stress enough how serious this is I sense it all day long every day I cannot get away from it Uh, much of my energy is by rolling it over and just spiritually discerning it uh, observing sometimes I just want to quit watching any form of news whatsoever but we've got to have a, a, a way to be informed and we have to dissect through that to see if what part of it's true and what isn't? And that's a task in itself. But being ready is is the key. And we can only be ready, and we can only fight a a uh, a valiant war by the only defense that we have, and that's relationship with Christ. Anything
2: else? Uh, just you know what you were saying right there about being prepared. Um, you know. Um, I encourage you, if, if if for any of you in here, if, if this seems foreign tonight, if you if you're like thinking, man, I've never really heard much about the whole demonic thing and and uh, the authority, and yeah, uh, you know, I've never really thought about anything like that. I encourage you to study that, you become knowledgeable in God's Word about those topics, because I think that is probably the biggest stumbling block of the church today. It's the fact that they just simply do not know, and they do not get it about the warfare that has to take place from the stance of the believer. And, it, you know, when as Pastor was talking about being prepared, you know, how, I could ask you, how many of you have prepared yourself for a break-in? You mentioned a break-in. How many of you have prepared yourself for a break-in? You got a gun in a, in a particular location? You probably invested in that gun? You invested in ammo specifically for the ease of access to get, that, get to that gun and to defend yourself. We need to deliberately prepare ourselves for warfare. Deliberately. Same way someone would break into our house. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, prepare yourself. And if you don't know, read it. We'll find out.
0: Anybody else? Anybody of Jesus? Amen. Amen. I won't meet Jesus. I can tell you all the time, I don't know what your situations are. I can hope they're right. I can hope you know the Lord, but I don't know that. I've heard preachers that's preached for 20 years and walk down one day and bow at the altar and get saved. You know, that sounds really strange, but it's fact. So it's uh, lies, the decision lies with you. All right. I just want to invite do this i just feel like i need to tonight uh if you want to meet the lord tonight anybody here you got an opportunity right now as we prepare to dismiss all you got to do is ask just Think thing about god all you got to do is ask believe and ask believe in him and ask and that's it just uh so before we dismiss tonight anybody All right, y'all stand in, we'll dismiss. Roll this around a little bit during the remainder of the week. Yeah. Think about it. Now, one real good way to defend yourself is to get out of influence. Get away from it.
1: That's right.
0: Bible says, "Abstain from evil." That means get away from it as far as you can. Uh, I've had people in the past tell me that they had to leave employment at certain places to get away from things, because as long as they were there, they were influenced, subjected, and uh, you know, that's separating ourselves sometimes from from things is difficult. Yes.
1: Uh,
0: but in the end, it's it's well worth it. Means anything to you? Well, thank you. take it. All right, we're going to dismiss tonight. Guys, to Brother Stanley, fit do that prayer? Lord,
1: I want to thank you for your words tonight. I really, I really do. Thank you for sure. Thank you for showing us how to plow this, plow this straight, Lord. And I'm going to pray against the uh, the scales that are starting to form on people's eyes, Lord. I'm going to pray against the chains that bind them, Father. And I thank you for the direction you're sending this church, Lord. I thank you for the direction you're sending us, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for opening our eyes, and Lord, start to open the heavens to the to your people, Lord. Thank you. In your body name, I pray. Protect us, Lord, as we go out through the rest of this week. In your name, I pray. Amen. 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 Praise God.